This is Chris Brooks. Thank you for listening to this edition of Equip. Be sure and subscribe for free so that you don't miss an episode. For more information, visit our website, equipradio.org. Sure. Well, hey there, friends. Welcome to another exciting edition of Equip with Chris Brooks. I am so thrilled that you've joined me today. Why don't you do me a favor? Strap on your seatbelt. We're going to navigate through the contours of culture, as always, with the lens of the biblical worldview on. But before we do that, let me remind you, this is the day that the Lord has made. He has given it as a gift so that you and I can rejoice and be glad in it. So let's do just that. Let's follow the words of the Apostle Paul. Let's rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. And with that, I welcome you into the first week of the new year. Let me officially again say happy new year to you as you get back to some of your normal rhythms. A new year represents new opportunities for us to have new impact on the lives of people on behalf of Christ. So hopefully you are engaging this day with the prayer, Lord, use me to be a blessing in the lives of those that you've put me in contact with. And just know that every day here on Equip, we want to do our best to come alongside of you to equip you to do just that, to live, share, and defend your faith. And boy, do we have some great plans for this year. We have wonderful resources that we're going to talk about this year that I believe will be a blessing to you we also have some tremendous guests that we believe will add value to your life. Uh, but today has been altered in many ways. We had plans for today's program, but like many of you, we've adjusted our plans of what we want to discuss and process in light of the unprecedented events of, of last night. I'm a parent. Uh, and as a parent, I'm raising kids who love sports. I'm a sports fan, like many of you. And so Monday Night Football is at least a a part of our, our weekly rhythms. It, it plays in the background of our home on Monday nights. And my, my sons, in particular, are playing fantasy football, so they're focused a little bit more intently on what's happening and uh, we're we're Detroit Lions fans. Being being in Detroit, uh, we we're, we're Detroit Lions fans, and so we're looking at at sports pretty often and processing through what we're seeing. Uh, so last night it was not abnormal to have uh, sports on, uh, but what took place last night was not normal by any stretch of the imagination. So today, what I want to do is take some time to process together the events surrounding uh, Buffalo Bills safety, DeMar Hamlin. If you're not a sports fan, no doubt you've heard about this, but this is an important conversation, I think, for all of us. As parents, certainly as a pastor, uh, some of you as players of of sports, uh, but all of us as those who care about individuals. Last night was one of the most shocking, uh, violent, and emotional sporting moments that I've ever seen. No doubt that many of us have ever seen. Uh, What ended up happening yesterday uh, with the events of uh, DeMar Hamlin uh, are unprecedented. Now, for those of you who may not be aware, DeMar Hamlin uh, in a Monday night football game 
uh, executing what most would label a pretty standard tackle of another player ended up going into cardiac arrest right there on the field. Healthcare professionals were called in from the University of uh, Cincinnati uh, to attend to him. Obviously, the NFL has its own doctors. Teams have their own medical professionals that were attending to him as well. He ended up uh, going into cardiac arrest. They were able to uh, restore his heartbeat, his heart rhythm uh, on the field while trying to administer other care for him. He is currently sedated in critical condition. But to say that it was a shock to the heart, to the mind, to the soul is an understatement. What happened to him and subsequently the reporting that surrounded it from so many professionals from ESPN to ABC was dire. It was sobering. It was stark. And a lot of it causes me as a parent, uh, me as a pastor to process through what are the big questions that surround a moment like this? Because I don't think we should be wired in such a way that we're so callous to these types of moments, so apathetic to them that we see them and just keep moving. And so I thought it was good for us to pause, to process, because certainly I was talking about it last night. And you know uh, that our commitment here in this program is if we're talking about something at home, across the dinner table, on social media, I want to talk about it on this program, but from a distinctly Christian worldview perspective. And so I've invited some friends to join me today to discuss it. And I'm going to open up the phone lines because what I want to hear from you is as a parent, uh, as someone who's watching this, maybe even as a player yourself in sports and athletics, was there anything about last night that causes you to change your perspective, adjust, modify? How are you processing through the events surrounding DeMar Hamlin and please know that no doubt we're going to pray for him. We've been praying for him. We're going to pray for this young man who by all accounts seems to be an amazing, awesome young man. We're going to pray for him and his heart, his soul, his health, his family today as well. But while we're praying for him, I thought one group that so often is overlooked that we need to be praying for are sports chaplains. There are chaplains who are assigned to sports teams in every sport who do an amazing job all year round ministering to the souls of these athletes, remembering that uh, they're more than just entertainers. They are human beings who have uh, spouses, children, their own issues in life. And one of those chaplains who I've long admired is Robert Brooks, No relation, but Robert Brooks Jr. is a chaplain for the Cleveland Browns. He's been in that role for 11 seasons now. He works with athletes in action in this role of uh, pro ministry football team chaplain. Uh, He and his wife, April, uh, have been married for over 25 years, five beautiful children, uh, they they serve the athletic community this way, and I wanted to have Robert on with me. He was one of the people I texted with last night as I was watching these events unfold. Robert, how are you today, brother? Hey, brother, how are you? Hello to you well. and your audience. Well, I appreciate you joining. I know it was a long night. It was a long night for, for just about all of us. Uh, talk a little bit about what chaplains do for those 
who are listening who are unaware of your ministry? Because I think it's one of the most important ministry at all of sports. So talk about what chaplains do. Sure. Uh, You know, as a chaplain, we want to influence the influencers. Uh, Sport is a universal language. Everybody speaks sport in some way, shape, or form. So my role as a chaplain is to help players, coaches, staff, administrators, everyone there in the organization to understand the identity they have in Christ. Uh, They're not just football players or they're just coaches, but they should identify with Christ indeed if they are Christians, and that's their identity first. Most of us know players by numbers and names, but uh, we do life with them. Uh, We believe it's such a thing as a total athlete, mental, physical, and spiritual, and the spiritual actually drives the other two. You know, it's so interesting that you you say for most of us, these – these men are just numbers or players, but DeMar Hamlin, it quickly became clear, was more than just number three on the Buffalo Bills. And I think one of the signs that it became clear to me, Chaplain Brooks, is how his teammates responded. I mean, they were in tears. Mm-hmm. And these are grown men that are somewhat conditioned to violence, to in- injuries. But there was something different about last night, wasn't it? Absolutely. I hope everyone that was watching saw uh, that football, it's a community. Uh, It's not like, you know, you go to church and sometimes you're sitting next to people that you may not know. They might be a stranger. But to these guys, they're part of a big community and they're, they're linked together in so many ways, not just on the field, but off the field as well. So I hope everyone got to see that last night. It's not... Uh, Even an unfortunate situation, but it's not that we get together to pray uh, just to pray. We literally care about each other. Those players care about each other. You have guys that are in other people's weddings, uh, you know, naming children after their teammates. I mean, it's a very close-knit community. We often hear people use the terms like they're going to war, to battle on the football field. But the other thing that became clear, Chaplain Brooks, last night, is that football became almost secondary last night after DeMar's injury. You saw players uh, who were in combat in many ways against one another prior to that injury really forget what team they were on. It wasn't about teams. It really was about family and community, wasn't it? Yeah, it's bigger than football, and and, and really that's what it is. it's amazing the relationships that develop over the years, and it's such a transient type uh, business as well. Uh, you know, you're on this team one year, you're on another team the next year, and you, know, you might come back. So, for these guys to develop those type of meaningful relationships that they develop, they carry them with them throughout their lifetime. So it's much more than just playing on the field. This uh, event happened in Cincinnati. And again, big shout out to uh, the Cincinnati Bengals staff and team, how they, with class, responded to DeMar, his family. Obviously, we'll talk about the University of Cincinnati medical uh, team and hospital as well. They've, they've played a, an excellent job. Um, but, but it really reverberates throughout the NFL. Talk about, from your perspective, as you interacted with players, 
the impact that a moment like this has because it was not localized or contained in Cincinnati, was it? It was not. Uh, I started getting texts last night late about what was going on, and uh, I could sense uh, some fear in people and uh, what they saw because they realized it could have been them. And if that happens, you know, what, what are, where's my life? You know, what, what am I attached to? Where do I find my identity? And I point back to the truth of that life is short uh, in some, you know, in most cases when you compare it to eternity. So it's important to understand where you stand with the Lord uh, in regards to the moment that you step into eternity. Yeah, life is short is one of the themes that we're going to talk about today. As a matter of fact, second half of this program, I got a good friend who's going to stop by who's a, who's a passionate evangelist, and it's all focused on making sure your soul, your life is ready for eternity. We come into the new year with plans, and well, we should. I got fitness goals, and maybe some others have educational goals or financial mm-hmm. goals or career goals. All of those are wonderful, but you need to make sure you got spiritual goals too need to make sure that your life is in line and in order uh, spiritually. Chaplain Brooks, uh, I, I want to take a break, but before I do that, you know, so so much of our attention on these athletes is around fantasy football or fantasy basketball, and we are concerned about wins and losses and how well they performed, and we're hypercritical in a social media age. What does it do to their souls, and how can we best be praying for them? Well, I tell you that that can be devastating to to many of them because they are looked at as just a player or just a number on a team. But they're real human beings. They're real people have real problems just like you and I face every day. But one of the things that they've learned to do is not let their circumstances really dictate their destiny in life. They've learned that their relationship with Christ is the most important thing. So what you can pray for is that uh, they wouldn't yield to temptation, as any of us would not like to yield to temptation in life, because they have a unique role and a unique uh, business that they work in. So if you would pray uh, for them and not only their health on the field, but for their family lives, because it's rough being away so long and so many hours from your from your family. So that's important for them. And pray yeah. that they uh, would have those non-negotiable times with the Lord, which we do through Bible study and uh, chapel services and those other uh, opportunities that we have to connect with players. Well, we're certainly going to pray before we let you go, but we're going to take a break. Phone number is 877-LIVE-675. That's 877 877- Five four eight thirty six seventy five. If you're a parent out there, if you're a coach out there, if you're a player, I want to hear from you. How did last night's event impact you as you watched uh, this young 24-year-old safety for the Buffalo Bills, Demar Hamlin, go through cardiac arrest on a football field? Uh, does it change the way you see sports, the way you'll go about it? I'd love to hear from you. 877-LIVE. 675 is the number. We're going to be right back with more on Equip right after this.
Let's begin this new year by committing ourselves to reading the Bible more and understanding it better. Will you join me? I have a wonderful new resource to keep us on track and inspired. It's Trillia Nubel's new book, 52 Weeks in the Word. This insightful resource even offers days of rest and reflection on what we've read. You can request your copy today with the gift of any amount to equip. Call 888-644-4144 or go to equipradio.org. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks. Maybe last night as you heard the news of what happened on Monday Night Football to safety, Buffalo Bills safety, DeMar Hamlin, you thought that could have been my son or that could have been my daughter. Maybe you have an athlete in your family and you have been thinking about the last 24 hours, what ifs. Maybe you're even reconsidering your engagement in sports. I'd love to hear from you for us to process together. And I hope more than anything else, that last night's events reminded you of how fragile life can be, how short life is at times, and um, and and how important it is for us to make sure that we have uh, secured heaven as our home. I'm joined today by a chaplain for the Cleveland Browns. He works with Athletes in Action, Chaplain Robert L. Brooks, Jr. He's joining me today to talk about how uh, it, we as uh, men and women uh, can make sure that our eternity is secure and our identity is secure as well, grounded in Christ. You know, I think about athletes, uh, Robert, and, and let me just give the number again. It's 877-LIVE-675. Maybe you're a parent and you just want prayer uh, for peace. Uh, maybe you live with these concerns, 877-548-3675. Maybe as you watched last night, you begin to uh, think deeply about, man, uh, how should I relate to sports? How should I advise my kids on how to relate to sports? 877-548-3675. Uh, Chaplain Brooks, as as we talk about these athletes, what's your message to them about how to leverage their time in their profession because it really is short. What's the average amount of time for an NFL player? Well, the average career is a little over three years. Yeah, it's not long. Yeah. And, and and it's not only not long, but they're pretty young at that time. I mean, you're talking about young men who, who I don't know what the average starting age is, but early 20s, right? Early 20s, some are retired by 24, 25 years old. They've gotten three years in, and it is a a short period of time. But you have to remember, too, Chris, that they've been playing most likely since high school, college, and now they're in the NFL. In most cases, they haven't done or participated in any other kind of vocation other than football. Last night, one of the stark uh, images that I won't forget is uh, that kept replaying was prior to the game, uh, there was film of DeMar hugging his mom. Uh, and it was a reminder that his family was there yesterday. His mama for sure was there. Talk about your ministry, you, you and April, your wife, to spouses, to parents, to family members, because it's more than just the athlete that you're – praying for and ministering to. Absolutely. You know, that is the foundation, I believe, of 
ministry is meaningful relationships. And for the women, a lot of times it's, or the wives, it's always about their husband, although it seems. So to come alongside them, my, my wife and I, uh, she helps the young ladies realize their significance and their role uh, as a, a wife of an NFL player or a professional athlete for that much. So we're able to do life with them and get to know uh, families and kids. And, you know, the best time for me is during training camp. Uh, usually in April or so after the draft, we get a lot of new faces around and you see families coming up and moms and dads and aunts and you get to know the family. So that helps me develop the type of relationship I want to develop with their son uh, so that I can help speak into their lives. Uh, it's, it's a really good time uh, for April and I because we get to know everyone a little bit better. Yeah, so as you're praying for the athletes, and, and I would just simply say, if you're a fan, um, I'm not saying you got to do it before every game, but there should be moments throughout the year that you find yourself praying for players because we're Christians first. And, Robert, that seems to be your message, whether it's to players or to believers who have nothing to do professionally with sports, it's to remember our identity. It is to remember that we are Christians first. And if we're Christians first, the way we engage, and I've been thinking about this a lot, like most people over the last uh, 12 hours or so uh, since the events of last night, the way we engage should look different. And part of the way that we should look different is to remember these are human beings. We need to be praying for them, but not just them, but their families as well. Let's go to the phone lines. Amanda's listening in Georgia Thank you so much for listening to Equip. What's your comment today, Amanda? Yes, I just wanted to um, come on here and um, say I'm Trevor Lawrence's mother, and he's the quarterback for the Jacksonville yeah. Jaguars. Yes. And I actually catch Chris's show on the way back to the office. I'm uh, usually on my lunch hour, and I'm a nurse practitioner headed back to the office. But um, I love – I usually listen to it, and um, I just – Wanted to say last night when my husband and I were watching the game and saw Demar collapse, we, um, you know, immediately started praying for him. And yeah. I just, you know, my heart goes out to the family. And I just, you know, we put ourselves in that position because, um, you know, they do take their life in their own hands. Um, you know, well, actually in the Lord's hands when they're yeah. out there. And, you know, their profession is so time-consuming and demanding, and that's what, you know, we've always talked about as a family, you know, trying to put the Lord first, and you're a Christian first, and all you do, and just making time for the Lord, and all the fans out there, um, you know, we just covet all the prayers that go yes. up for these athletes out there. Yeah. Well, first off, thank you for listening. Thanks for sharing your heart, and you can relate to Damara's mom more than most. And, uh, you know, as I think about these players, uh, your son and others that so often we root for, we buy their jerseys, we're hoping for great performances on the field. We need to be praying for them and their families off the field as well. I appreciate you, Amanda. Thanks for listening and thanks for giving us a call and reminding us to to keep praying for these uh, these athletes and these young men. Uh, Robert, as you hear Amanda, what comes to your heart as you hear a mom 
as you hear uh, from Amanda, what, what comes to your heart? You know, my heart goes out to DeMar's uh, family as well. Uh, another unique connection. I actually came from the University of Pittsburgh 11 years ago okay. uh, to Cleveland, so I'm very connected to the athletic department there uh, and their coach as well. So it, it's just it's hard to watch because as a parent, you always want the best for your children. You always yeah. want more for them than they want for themselves. So anytime it's out of our hands and, you know, we we just can't do anything about it but pray, it, it's difficult to watch. So I understand how she's feeling, and it, it is such a tough sport. Um, yeah. And this is such a rare and unique situation. Well, we need to pray, and I want to ask you to do that um, as you uh, – continue your ministry on to athletes with about 60 seconds before break. Can you pray for DeMar uh, for us, uh, Chaplain Brooks? Absolutely, absolutely. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you again. Uh, for being the one we can turn to and, and come to with all of our cares. Uh, we do pray for Damar and his health and his ultimate healing in his body. And uh, we also ask for uh, prayer for the doctors and the nurses and those caring for him, that you would give him discernment and wisdom on how to determine the best course of action for him. Uh, Lord, I pray for uh, complete healing in his body. Give his family peace uh, and the organizations involved, uh, Cincinnati and Buffalo. Uh, just give them peace in their hearts, Lord, knowing that uh, he's in the palm of your hands. Lord, I do pray for all the other current NFL players as well uh, who saw this last night because it's very frightening, Lord. But we know that uh, we can come to you with whatever it is, and we know that you will hear us, Lord. Thank you again for being who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Chaplain Robert L. Brooks, Jr. of the Cleveland Browns. Thank you, sir, for joining me. Appreciate you and April. Continue to pray for you, my brother. Uh, Thank you, my brother. As we take a break, uh, please stick with us, because when we come back, we're talking about what are the spiritual implications of a moment like this, and how do we take this moment and help others to see the glory and the beauty of Christ. Don't go anywhere. Much more to come next up on Equip. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks. Phone number 877-LIVE-675. That's 877-548-3675. I want to wish you again a happy new year. Before we get back to today's topic, I promised you that we would have some phenomenal resources for you. And we want to come out of the gate strong. That's why I'm so fired up and excited about 52 weeks in the word by Trillia Newble. You know, all of us have, if you're a a Christian, a desire to know the Bible better. But let's be honest, reading through the Bible in a year can be daunting. And sometimes we just need a friend to come alongside of us to help to break it down into bite-sized chunks and to help us to get out of it all that God intended for us through every section of Scripture. 
And uh, maybe you've set a spiritual goal this year that I want to read through the Bible. I want to read through the entire Bible. You don't have to be afraid of that goal. You don't have to be intimidated. As a matter of fact, what I have in front of me is a resource we're going to make available to you all month long. Anyone who supports the program will send it out to you. And it is not only a reading plan for 52 weeks, but I love the way this book is set up because it is so unique. It has reading plans for every day. Not only that, prayer prompts. Not only that, guided study uh, questions. So you can get out of the word all that God wanted you to get out of it, as well as uh, application. But here's what I love is it has makeup days and rest days. So that means that like most of us, you're going to start out great. And like all of us, you're going to have some busy seasons that may cause you to fall off your plan or you may miss a day. All of that stuff is built into this resource so that you don't have to have the guilt trip that often comes along with, man, I made a commitment and I'm not perfect. What God doesn't want us to do is to add to our mental stress, unrealistic expectations. But what he does want us to do is grow deeper in his word. So that's why I'm glad Trillia Nubel has put together 52 weeks in the word. It's a a companion for reading through the Bible in a year. If you want to join me on that journey, dial 888-644-4144. Go ahead and do it now. 888-644-4144. And just say, hey, I want to join Chris Trillia in spending 52 weeks in the Word. I want to read through the Bible in a year, and we'll get this right over to you. Also, I want to let you know today, as we talk about the events of last night, maybe you're watching Monday Night Football, maybe you heard the news, and you're not even into sports, but you heard the news of what happened to Buffalo safety, Buffalo Bills safety, DeMar Hamlin, uh, who went into cardiac arrest on a football field, something unprecedented in so many ways, with millions of people watching, uh, maybe you say, this has caused me to think about sports in a broader or deeper way. We want you to know that in addition to this program, if you go to our website, I did an interview not too long ago with Dr. Bennett Amalu. And many of you may remember the movie Concussion. Will Smith was the main actor in that movie, but it was based off of the the uh, the research and the life of Dr. Ben Amalu, who was the doctor who really discovered CTE and the connection between concussions and its impact on athletes. He also wrote a book called Truth Doesn't Have a Side. I had the privilege of interviewing him. We have linked that interview to the program description for today's program on our website, as well as on our social media platforms. So if you want to hear that discussion, you can go there as well. Joining me now is Rick Richardson. Rick is no stranger to the program. He's a professor of evangelism and leadership at Wheaton College. He also directs the Church Evangelism and Research Institutes for Wheaton College's uh, Billy Graham Center. Uh, passionate evangelist, good friend, and grateful to have him join me. Happy New Year, Rick. Happy New Year, Chris. Great to be with you as this year begins and at a moment that's so uh, powerful for us to think about issues of life and death. Every moment seems to point back to Christ. How does this moment for you point back to Christ? Well, yeah, I was watching last night and 
uh, and then listening and very clued into it, it, it had a real impact on me. And uh, the, the one commentator who was also had been a player captured it for me. He said, you know, football is entertainment. And as we face this kind of an event, all of that just pales into insignificance and fades away because these matters of life and death and community and what we believe and our love and our, our, our family, those things are so much greater than football games. And, you know, I've been glued to a lot of football games this uh, weekend, Chris, and, and, uh, yeah. and yet that moment brought back to focus what is absolutely important. Yeah, there, there, there is this sense that, in many ways, the the game became, I don't want to say unimportant, but certainly secondary to the people yeah. and the lives that are involved. My son uh, is twelve, and for the first time this year, he played tackle football. Prior to that, he was playing uh, flag football, and uh, I remember being at a at an exhibition game that he was playing in. And he was on the uh, the defensive line, and uh, those who know the who know football uh, will recognize the defense a defensive line, offensive line. Man, they have pretty significant impact. And my son, a smaller kid, uh, was going up against a lineman who was much bigger, and he got knocked back. What felt like, and I may be exaggerating a little bit, felt like five yards. He got knocked back by this kid. And he got a neck stinger, and he was laying on the ground. And it was the first time, Rick, I experienced that. I've seen one of my kids laying there on the ground and not getting up right away um, from 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 the uh, from the impact. And man, that shakes you as a parent. That shakes you, and it causes you to really think about uh, bigger things than just the game. And in many ways, this moment seems to me, Rick, to be a reminder that there's so much more to life, so much more to these players than just a game. Yeah, it was very powerful to see all the players kneeling down, praying, all the commentators talking about prayer. At that moment, the game had fallen into the background, just like you said, and people were turning to ultimate issues. They were turning to what matters most. And all kinds of people were praying all across the country because when we face life and death, we just know it, it, there's got to be something more to life. And we have to have something bigger else to turn to. God, yeah. that's, that's Jesus. Yeah, I, I want to give you an opportunity, and I want to give those who are listening an opportunity uh, Rick, to uh, talk a little bit about how do you have assurance in Christ? Because there's people that are listening right now that are saying, uh, you know, last night just really was a wake-up call where maybe Jesus spoke to you. Maybe Jesus spoke to you through the events of DeMar Hamlin's incident on the football field. I believe God uses us in ways that maybe we didn't anticipate or imagine and I'm assuming that when DeMar took that field last night, he was planning on playing a football game. I don't know if he anticipated that he would touch tens of millions of lives like he has been. Uh, he has a charity, a toy drive charity, and I want to talk about that a little bit more in just a moment. But uh, last night or early this morning, 
the most recent number I heard was over $3.5 million have been donated to his toy drive. That represents millions of people who are being impacted. And maybe you're in the midst of those millions of people and you say, I need a savior. I need to make sure my heart is right with Jesus. Today, we want you to have that assurance. So what do you say to that person, Rick, who's, who, who watched last night, who maybe just has been sensing the Lord drawing them to himself? What do you say to that person? Yeah, I, you know, I do a lot of work with young adults, as you know, Chris. I have interviewed lots of them about faith about religion. Uh, So often today, people have barriers to God. Yeah. And so often people today turn inward and try to create their own religion um, or some version of a a new age kind of religion or, or, or something else like that. And they have stereotypes about faith and about Christianity. And, uh, but the reality is when we face life and death, So many of us actually turn back toward what maybe we heard as kids, Uh, maybe what we heard in in a radio show like this when we were younger, maybe what we heard when when we uh, talked to a friend. And what we realize is that at the end of the day, Jesus has proven himself for centuries. Yes, He, he did. He went to a cross because he loves us. And he died to take care of the ways we've messed up in life. And, and, and he rose again and is alive today to give us new life. And that, that centuries-old faith still has the ring of truth and the ring of power to bring forgiveness and new life to people. Mm. And so I think there are some of our listeners here who, who, you know, they may have stereotypes about faith. They may have drifted away. They may be struggling in their own minds, but they saw life and death last night and realized that what they've done to find meaning just hasn't really carried the weight. And our challenge is to turn back to that event that we just celebrated uh, yeah. 2,000 years ago where Jesus died for our sins, was buried, and rose again to bring forgiveness and new life to every person on planet Earth. And if you felt that stir in your heart, Chris and I just urge you to respond and to surrender and to receive and commit your life to Christ, to be forgiven and to get a new start. For DeMar and for all of us, when we wake up in the morning, we kind of anticipate that today will be just like every other day, um, that every day uh, is, is in some ways going to be ordinary. But there are moments that are beyond the ordinary. And certainly for DeMar, yesterday was one of those moments. And maybe today can be an extraordinary moment for you, a moment that will make all the difference in your life. When you make a decision for Christ, you are changing the entire trajectory of your life for the good. And not only the entire trajectory of your life, I think about my children, what it means to be raised in a home with a mom and dad who are committed to Christ, the stability that they have, the support that they have, 
as opposed to me uh, and my wife uh, out here living any type of way that maybe would be destructive for them. We've made a covenant commitment to the Lord and to them. It's a multi-generational thing. So choosing Christ doesn't just impact you. It impacts everyone around you. And today, maybe you need assurance of eternity. Maybe today you want to make sure that you have a relationship with Jesus. I want to invite you to dial this number now. We're going to go to a break, but it only gives you an opportunity to dial this number, 877-548-3675. Today you want to give your life to Jesus, or maybe you know it's time to come home again. You once professed. But life got in the way, a relationship got in the way. You walked away from what you knew to be true. And maybe today it's time to come back home again for you. 877-548-3675. Give me a call. I'd love to pray with you that today can be the best day of your life. 877-548-3675. We'll be right back right after this. Hey friends, Chris Brooks here. I want to invite you to join us for our next Equipper Zoom webinar coming up next Thursday, January 12th, right after the program. We'll be talking about one of the greatest challenges facing our children, our relationships, and our society today. That's mental health. Bring your questions and join the conversation as we discuss Jesus, anxiety, and depression. Equippers, look for an email from me with registration details for this free interactive webinar. Not an equipper and want to attend? Well, become a monthly partner by calling 888-644-4144 or online at equipradio.org. Your life to Jesus, have a personal relationship with him. Dial the number 877-548-3675. No better way to start a new year off than to give your life fully to Jesus and watch him change everything. Rick, I want to go to the phone lines. Folks are calling in literally from all over the country, and it blesses my heart. I want to go to Wilbur, who's listening in Holland, Michigan. Hey, Wilbur, thank you so much for calling, brother. What's on your heart? Well, I actually a long time ago, and I was listening to the message on the radio and about that football player. And, you know, I just lost my son last year. Um, so sorry. Cancer. So, uh, I, uh, it just struck my heart. I know I haven't been right for a long time with the Lord. And I backslid, and uh, it's been years. But I don't want to wait for the last minute. Anything can happen at any time, you know. Yeah. I want to be right with the Lord. I don't want my heart right. Well, here's the beautiful thing, Wilbur, is that not only do you want to be right with the Lord, but it's the Lord who's been drawing you. He wants you, brother. He loves you. As uh, Rick said earlier, uh, he died for you. Do you believe that, that Jesus died for your sins? Yes, I do. And uh, the Bible teaches us that if we we, uh, believe that Jesus Christ died for our sins and rose from the grave, that we can be born again, that we can be saved, brother. And having a relationship with him starts with us humbling ourselves and inviting him to be Lord of all. So can you pray with me, Wilbur? Yes, sir. Uh, Just repeat after me. Say, Dear Jesus. Dear Jesus. Today I surrender my life to you. 
say I surrendered my life to you. I invite you to be my Lord and Savior. I invite you to be my Lord and Savior. Fill me with your precious Holy Spirit. Fill me with your precious Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, I pray today for Wilbur that today his sins would be forgiven because of the blood of Jesus. I pray that you would accept this profession of faith. And I thank you that today my brother is saved, that today he is born again. May he sense your presence near. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Brother, you stay on the line. We're going to wrap our arm around you, and I promise you we're going to walk with you as you take your next steps in your journey in faith. You stay with us, Wilbur, okay? Yes, sir. I'm going to go to Sonia, who's listening in New Hampshire. Hey, Sonia, what's on your heart? Hi. So I was just calling. I was listening to your um, station. My husband actually found this station, and um, I am a Christian. I'm just praying that he will come closer to Christ Um, about, I would say, September 15th. He had a massive heart attack. Mm. Just like this, well, we don't know that that uh, gentleman had a massive, but we know he went through some kind of cardiac event. And I'm a witness of what God can do. My sure. husband died four times, four wow. times. And, um, and, what's, your, and what's your husband's name? His name is Paulton, P-A-L-T-O-N, William. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to pray for Paulton right now. Rick, would you mind, we got about 60 seconds, would you mind praying for Paulton? Absolutely, Lord. I thank you for Sonia and how much she loves and prayed Paulton back to life through four crises. Uh, that were medically related, come Holy Spirit now and work in Paulton's life to bring him fully to you, Lord Jesus. Help him know that he lives now for a purpose, and the purpose is for him to come to know Jesus. And I pray for that, and I know she does. And I believe you'll answer her prayers and ours, because we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And amen. So you thank you. Just know we're joining with you in prayer. And just uh, the only request I would have, call us back with the praise report as God does a great and powerful work in Paulton's life. He's already been doing a great work. Uh, but as Rick prayed, we, we're wanting to see that come to completion and salvation. So please give us a call back, okay? I will. Thank you. All right. God Bye-bye. bless. Uh, listen, uh, we're going to take more calls after we go off the air you can still call 877-548-3675. For those of you who say today is the day I want to give my life to Jesus. You know, DeMar Hamlin is a young man, 24 years of age, who uh, last night had a tragic event on a football field. But God takes what the enemy meant for evil, and he uses it for his glory and for our good. And I pray out of what was a tragic moment, that many would come to salvation. And I also pray for Tamar, for his family, for those who are connected to the the Buffalo Bills and Cincinnati Bengals, and for us as well. Jesus is coming. Let's be ready. Friends, I can't wait till we're together again next time. Until then, as always, remember, Equip with Chris Brooks is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute. 
Hey there, friends. Chris Brooks here. Now that we have the holidays behind us, it's a great time for a parenting reset. That's why I'm looking forward to having a great conversation with our good friend, Dr. Kathy Cook. She'll guide us towards goal setting and even second chances at training our kids to follow Jesus. Don't miss the next edition of Equip. Listen live weekdays at 1 Eastern, noon Central on the Moody Radio app or equipradio.org.